With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. From BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, I am your podcast producer. I am here on Mother's Day. I hope everybody has had a fantastic Mother's Day. It is a beautiful day to celebrate mom. If you are a mom out there and you have not let us know that you're a mom, please go ahead and let us know on the live chat. I want to go ahead and I want to celebrate you as well. So I want to bring back I Make Music's quote as we are going to talk Steelers. And I'm sure you're here to talk about that. And I appreciate that. So Steelers offensive line is terrible, yet they took a running back and a tight end. I don't get it. I don't think this offensive line will be all that good this season. Now, I could sit here, I make music, and try to convince you of why it's going to get better. And, you know, I'm going to. Um, I definitely will. I'm going to bring up uh, Dallas first, and Mac will do then. I think the O-line improved somewhat. However, we now have the best running back in the NFL, and we got a tight end that can rock it. 2021 looks better. Let's see what uh, McElwadu says. Watch Najee's highlights. You will understand. And every pick they took addressed a run game, tight end, center, tackle, running back. Now, no one's calling you out, I make music. They're just, what they're trying to do is explain to you, it's a process. When you look at the running game on any team, there are so many moving parts. And that's funny. It's a running game, moving parts. Yeah. Um, but think about what Dallas said and Dusk Thunder and McElwadu said. Um, so here's, here's what you got to look at here. 
if you go ahead and address the offensive line in the first round, who are you going to have run behind it? Because James Conner is in Arizona, and a lot of people didn't want James Conner back. I actually wanted James Conner back because I like what he does. But James Conner is on the West Coast now. Benny Snell Jr., we... He's been, this is going to be his third year. He is a serviceable backup. He can come in in a pinch and get 100 yards rushing for this team. He can do that. Has he done anything to give you confidence that if the line is improved, that the Steelers will be much better? If you look at... Anthony McFarland Jr., that's the thing. We have not seen, we've seen a very small sample size. But one thing somebody brought up the other day, I believe it was in an article or on a podcast, but somebody at BTSC, and I'm sorry that I'm not mentioning you by name because as I get closer to 50, I'm losing brain cells here. I can still remember the number one song on this day in 1982, but I still have problems when I'm talking about some other things, it was chariots of fire, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so what I'm saying here, Anthony McFarland jr. Although it's not a big sample size, he's going to be able to do some things in Matt Canada's offense, but I don't think that they look at him as, a three down back. Najee Harris is thought of as a three down back, a full time back. He catches the ball out of the backfield. So the one thing that was brought up and I just dismissed, but the one thing that was brought up is remember late in the season when Anthony McFarlane was thrown a ball and he didn't catch it and it would have been a big first down and he, he, Actually, it could have been a touchdown because he would have had, with his speed, would have had open field. Najee catches that ball. Not saying that he's he's going to have some ups and downs as a rookie. We're not going to love him every single week, and sometimes we're going to question this pick. But when you look at it, you need that great running back. And if you have a better offensive line, but you have nobody to run behind it, you're going to have problems. Now, if you have a good running back and a bad offensive line, that running back might struggle a little bit. If you have a great running back, he's going to make that offensive line better. And I think Najee Harris is going to make this offensive line better. I think this offensive line is going to be better because it is more of a run-oriented offensive line. How different is this offensive line? Well, Alejandro Villanueva is now in Baltimore. And one of the things that he talked about this week when he was kind of he was kind of dissing the Steelers a little bit. I mean, I have no problem with Big Al. But he mentioned something. He's like, hey, I want to be in an offense that runs all the time. Well, they didn't run well. I thought he was a better pass blocker for the Steelers than he was a run blocker. But they didn't run well with Big Al at offensive tackle. 
Zach Banner played in three quarters last year. One of the rubs on Zach Banner is that he's not a great pass protector, but he will beg to differ and he will tell you about what he's done in college um, and how well he protected um, Sam Darnold. Now, I really think, and we've seen we've seen a large sample of his run blocking, because and we've seen a large sample of the run blocking of Chuksakor for too, because they were your tackle eligibles. They had that job. And then Chooks played right tackle all of last year. These guys are better tack, uh, better run blockers. Kevin Dotson, he was the guy that didn't start last year unless he was called upon to start in an emergency. But Matt Filer was. He, the big, everybody was up in arms when Kevin Dotson did not start in the wild card game against the Cleveland Browns, and Filer came back from injury and started. Here's the thing about that. And the big thing about that is you look at the fact that this guy is a run-blocking extraordinaire. Even though Pro Football Focus said he's a better, gave him a better pass-rushing grade than a run-blocking grade, he's a great run-blocker. David DeCastro was a mess last season because he was injured most of last season. But David DeCastro is still a Pro Bowl guard. And he is he has not I expect him to rebound fully. So with those guys that I mentioned, that's four players I mentioned that they are very good run blockers. And when you had trouble, you didn't Marquise Pouncey lost a, a step last season. He is retired. So you have to replace that center. BJ Finney's back and BJ Finney is considered a better run blocking center than he is as, as a pass blocking center, but he is not expected to. The hope is that he just, he's in there a placeholder for number three, Kendrick green to get ready. Kendrick green. Now one guy that I respect when we talk about, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I respect a lot of these guys on BTSC that watch film. Jeffrey Benedict's one of them. Dave Schofield's one of them. One of I'm a big fan of my broadcast partner on the Steelers pregame show, and that's Coach KT. Cliff Harris is a punk. Smith, Kevin Smith, and he was watching film, and his exact words were: "The more that I watch this guy, the more I get excited about him." And Jeffrey Benedict. Uh, meant some uh, mentioned some things about how exciting this Kendrick Green could be as well. So they're building something there. They took Dan Moore in the fourth round. The reason that I'm bringing up all these guys and everything they did, I'm liking the Friar Muth pick so much more after the Kendrick Green pick. I love what he can do. I loved him from day one, but the problem is I was so hell bent on Creed Humphrey and getting a center. So what I'm saying here is if you can go ahead and have that great running back and another weapon in a tight end that will help your running game, Friar is going to help the running game as well. 
you have those guys. You have a center that you addressed. You draft, um, you drafted an offensive tackle. That's great. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? What is more important, the offensive lineman or the running back? The other thing that I want to mention is you've got five offensive linemen. You have one running back, basically. One running back feature back that's going to start. But you have five on the field at the same time. Those guys can work together to be a strong line. But you've got to have that running back. Everybody says, well, you can't go ahead and have a star running back. You can't pick one in the first round because people don't pick them in the first round. Well, they still pick them in the first round. You've got to be great to be picked in the first round or at least thought of as great. Yes, you can get those running backs in the second round. This season, two went in the first round, and that's rare because they were needed. But I'm telling you, I, I'm i loving this draft more and more because I think the running game will be improved by returning some of those guys the health of the health of DeCastro and the health of Banner. I think having Banner on the right side, that as there's no denying he is a good run blocker. You don't want to lose anything on, um, you don't want to lose pass protection either. And if you don't think that Ben Roethlisberger is going to employ this kid, I think you're missing what Ben Roethlisberger is about. Everyone talks about Ben Roethlisberger being selfish and wanting to pass, pass, pass. That was the necessity. It wasn't working last year. You've seen, I've seen Ben Roethlisberger use the heck out of a running back in the past, but he needs to be able to trust that running back. When you see Najee Harris go off, guy had 30 touchdowns in college. When you see him go off, I think you're going to feel a whole lot better. This is not something you could count on every single year, but if we go back to that 2008 season, that was probably one of the more suspect offensive lines in Pittsburgh Steelers history, and they won a title. They won a Super Bowl title, and they won it with a Willie Parker that had broken his leg the year before and with their number one running back, Richard Mendenhall, had his jaw broken and out for the season in game number four against the Baltimore Ravens. So you got some, you got some Pittsburgh Steelers out there that could run the ball. You've got them that could block. I think this is going to be a better line than it was back in 2008. It's all about the run blocking scheme. It is all about the scheme, the offensive scheme. The two biggest suspects last year are not with the Steelers. It's Randy Feetner and Sean Surrett. Those guys are not there. You don't think Adrian Clem is going to be his own man? Adrian Clem is definitely going to be his own man. And he is going to go there and he is going to prove that he was the right pick. And they're going to come up with a scheme to fix this running game. When Art Rooney says, we got to fix this running game, you kind of knew that this is what they were going to do. When Kevin Colbert comes out a couple days before the draft and says, we're deep at center. This is a very deep center draft. 
Dave Schofield said, Hey, man, what we should have thought about this all along. We should have caught the clue. It was given to us right there. We should have known that they weren't looking at a center in the first round because they they thought fixing the running game would be easier if they had that feature back and they could build those guys and get those guys in the third round. Kendrick Green was high on their board. If Landon Dickerson and Kendrick Green were there at number two, I'm not sure who would have went first. Landon Dickerson, if he did not go to Philadelphia, would have he been a stealer? No, they, it was said. He was lower on their list. Josh Myers from Ohio State was not in their top four. Remember, they, they build that top 24. And he was not in their plans in the top four rounds. And I thought Josh Myers should be the guy that they go after. And I'm like, who is this guy? Who is Kendrick Green? I listened about him after the fact. I missed it. Matty Peverell knew who he was. Matty Peverell knew who this guy was. And speaking of Matty Peverell, it's his birthday today. 30 years old, just a young pup. From down under, happy birthday to my good friend, Matt Peverell. Make sure that uh, the next time you catch him, on touchdown under, you give him a belated happy birthday. He got some Steeler stuff for his birthday too, so uh, so fantastic. Um, but happy birthday to uh, to the bloke from down under. But Matty Peverell said said it about he profiled him a day before the draft on his show, The War Room. That's really cool. He knew who this guy was. The Steelers knew who, who he was. They were excited to have him on the list. They had more value in getting a tight end than pulling in Creed Humphrey because they figured that they can get Kendrick Green there. Now, a lot of people said, well, would have you felt better if they would have got Kendrick Green in the second round and Fryermuth in the third round? You would have never gotten Fryermuth there. The only reason anybody did not want Fryermuth is because they were hell-bent on a center. Then when number three comes around and people were talking about, wow, you got a mean, nasty center. This guy could be a pouncy. He might have it might take him longer to get in there, but he could be the, the Steeler center for the next 10 years. And that's pretty exciting. So Everybody loved Quinn Miners because he had the long hair and the gut sticking out and he looked like a stealer. But this is the guy that they had all along on that list. And that's why they went with him. So I feel comfortable about the running game. That's why I feel comfortable about the draft. Don't forget about Eric Ebron too. I know Eric Ebron dropped a lot of passes. He dropped seven passes in 2000. And 20. But guess what? He didn't, he didn't, he looked pretty good early though. He had those drop passes late in the year. And that's when he had some problems. But then when those guys got called out, Deontay Johnson included, they played better. 
and they got it together. So I'm really excited about the Steelers offense and the Steelers offense has the benefit of being under the microscope, but everybody's discounting these guys. Everybody's discounting the Steelers. And what they're saying right now is that the Steelers are maybe the eighth best team in the AFC. That's not good enough to make the playoffs. If I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers or if I'm me, if you tell me that I'm the, the 11th best podcaster on BTSC out of 11 of us, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to show you I'm number 10. Then the week after that, I'm going to show you I'm number nine. And that's what I'm going to do. You don't think the heart that's beating in the, in the chest of every guy wearing black and gold is not looking at the fact that they're maybe ranked eighth in the AFC going in and going, <laughs> yeah, boys, wait. Yeah, we'll show you number eight. Because nobody expected them to reel off 11 straight before the wheels fell off last year. No one expected that. And when they have that chip on their shoulder, when they are a team that you're not believing in, they're going to make you believe. So with that, I'm really excited about the firepower that this offense is going to have. I'm really excited about a couple guys on defense too, that you're adding to that room. The Quincy Roche pick. Yeah. That's another guy. People said, would have you felt better if they picked him at number five and louder milk at number six? No, they knew more than they knew. They had the order. They knew they can get Roche in the sixth round. And here's the thing that nobody realizes he transferred and look what he did at temple. Just look at his stats at Temple. He was a monster at Temple. But he's not getting the exposure that you would get at Temple. You go to Miami, you're getting major exposure. And Jalen Phillips was there. Um, another guy, I can't remember the other guy's name. He was maybe the third edge rusher to come out of Miami. And he is going to be an unsung hero for this team who says you can't get a good outside linebacker in the sixth round. I know of a guy you ever hear of Fort Valley state. Can anybody here without looking it up on Google without Googling this, tell me the name of the mascot of Fort Valley state better yet. Tell me what state Fort Valley state is in. And I'll tell you this, tell me that you don't consider Greg Lloyd one of the greatest pass rushers in Pittsburgh Steelers history. Sixth rounder, Fort Valley State, 1987. And he was not only a sixth rounder, he was the second. <laughs> Care Bears, says Jason Miles. The Crickets, says Eric Askew. That's really funny. Um, Mac will do, no, it's not in Michigan. It's not in Michigan. It's in Georgia. The Fighting Lloyds. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's the Steelers scouted there. They they knew what they were getting. He was the second sixth round pick. They picked Tim Johnson in that draft as well. Out of Penn State, who was a very good defensive lineman for that team before he moved on. Contract dispute, went to uh, Washington. 
I won a title there. Um, Zachariah James Galeski says Greg Lloyd is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. He's one of my all-time favorites too. And Quincy Roche is it too early to say that uh he's gonna be great? Yeah, we but you know this guy's gonna work to be great. Definitely he's going to be, and I really love this pick because what he did at Temple was amazing. I think he had about 24 odd sacks there. And he had about four and a half at Miami. But when you transfer after just one season, I mean, for just one season, you're not in tune with the program. It's football is one of those toughest places to get traded, especially midseason. When you trade in midseason, it takes a while for them, these players to get acclimated. I don't care how good they are. It also takes a long time to get acclimated into a program where there's established players, but he got enough exposure at the U. Remember Q from the U. I love that. That's uh, Dave Schofield's name, or is it Jeff Hartman's? One of those. Um, you know, it took him a while to get acclimated, but he is going to be a really good player for that defense, and he does not have to be great right away. We expect, and Mike Tomlin said this in his press conference, we expect there to be a huge jump for Alex Highsmith from year one to year two. We expect it. We also expect TJ Watt to be TJ Watt. Q from the U can learn. That's pretty good. If I'm Isaiah Loudermilk, I'm the guy saying, all right, you guys don't think I can do this? I'm going to do everything to prove you wrong. He's another guy. I love Shakur Brown. Wasn't drafted. He was considered a fourth or fifth round pick. Wasn't drafted on Michigan State. I knew all about this guy. And the thing is, he's going to have an opportunity. Mark Gilbert. Everybody loves the Gilberts in the Still City. And Darrell Rivas is his cousin. Sean Gilbert is uncle. Um. Mark Gilbert's going to come in. He's going to get an opportunity. He played at Duke. He had some injuries. If this guy's healthy, he could be a major player at cornerback. One of those guys is definitely making the team, if not both. And I'd love to see what these guys can do. So this draft I'm really excited about. Going back to what started this whole thing is the fact that, look, You need that great running back and you need a great offensive line, but you've got five guys on an offensive line and you, if you don't have a running back, you're not going to have a running game. So I know they go hand in hand and I know that's important, but look at what you've got here. So I, I think it's, I think it's going to be really special. And I love the fact that, no one really considers these guys doing much of anything. And that's fine. The Steelers will be like, yeah, we'll show you. So once again, I'm going to get ready to wrap things up here. Thanks for everything in there. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for all the moms that are here. I know we've had a few of them. I, I know Felicia was here. Kathy, I'm sorry. There's We had another one that I said a happy Mother's Day two at the very beginning of the show and I want to I'm looking to try to find her as well 
as uh, my brain's just not. Oh, Gene, Gene Fan, mom of four sons. And if I missed anybody else, um, happy Mother's Day to all your moms and a special happy Mother's Day to all of our BTSC moms. You know what? My mom called me up today. Excuse me. I called her up today and I said, mom, um, happy Mother's Day. I'm going to come out and see you tonight. And she said, great. What about your show? Haven't you had your show on? My mom discovered that she could watch my show on Facebook and didn't really watch the show before. Now she watches it on Facebook and they tune in all the time, mom and dad, and they tell me about it. And, and, uh, the fact that she, she doesn't care about the Steelers. Like I care about the Steelers, but she, it's a chance to watch her son. And that means so much to her. And, and you know what? I think about cats in the cradle all the time. The great 1973 song, number one song by Harry Chapin. And I think about that when I think about my dad and my mom and how blessed I am to have them and how blessed I am to have two, three kids of my own and have, uh, have my wife here. And I'm doing everything I can to have the relationship that I had with my parents and the relationship I had with my mom and my dad and to give that same kind of upbringing to my kids. And I spend a lot of time with my kids and I, every time I spend time with them, I want to spend more. And sometimes that's at the expense of driving a half an hour to see mom and see dad. And that's something I want to change. And I'm trying to change, I'm trying to juggle everything. I'm trying to be here at BTSC to be a part of this family too. But I just want to let mom know and all you moms out there, how special you are and how much love each and every one of you. I think of our other BTSC moms too. Um, some I've met, some I haven't. I want to uh, say a shout out to each and every one of them. Um, you have raised fantastic children to be a part, to grow up and be great Steeler fans and be awesome on this podcast network, on this editorial page that is BTSC. Remember, we're just not podcast. Raised great young men and great Steeler fans. And they're a part of my family, which means you're a part of my family. So I, we look in the live chat, we see Jeff's mom show up in the live chat a lot. And uh, you see Mrs. H in there. And I want to say happy Mother's Day to her. I want to say happy Mother's Day to Mrs. Schofield, who we talked about earlier. Your sons are like brothers to me. So happy birthday, mom. Happy Mother's Day, mom. I want to say that to you. Um, that article, once again, if you haven't read the article that Dave Schofield put on BTSC, go look at it. You're not going to get away. <laughs> You're not going to get away without, without a tear. And sometimes that's a good thing. Happy Mother's Day to the moms down under. Happy Mother's Day to uh, the mom in Canada and the moms in Pittsburgh for uh, Jeffrey and Tony. And uh, I hope I didn't miss anybody. Um, KT's mom. Um, 
great Shannon's mom. Um, thank you for providing us with great Steeler fans and great sons. And you're all a part of their fandom too. Cause we hear all the stories when we had the Merry Christmas memories, a lot of them was talking about Steeler gifts and their moms made sure they had their first Jersey or their first, <laughs> their, their first uh, terrible towel. And we saw that in the live chat. So thank you, mom. And once again, to my mom, Patricia Davis, you're the best. I love you so much. Can't wait to come see you. Happy mother's day. And to Jean, Felicia, Kathy, our BTSC moms, happy mother's day and to your, you and yours go Steelers. We love you. You got to do three things for me. Be safe, be true to yourself and always, always be behind the steel curtain. Happy mother's day. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.